2: As your doorbell rings, can you hear them sing? Hello, it's
1: Halloween. Hello, it's Halloween. Hello,
2: it's Halloween. it's Halloween. Halloween. The air is cool and the moon is full. Turn on the lights before the vampires bite. The witches are cooking, the zombies are looking. As your doorbell rings, can you hear them sing? Friends the shops. the ghosts and the spooks coming out of the nook. As your doorbell rings, can you hear them sing? The air is cool and the moon is full. Turn on the lights before the vampires bite. The witches are cooking, the zombies are looking. As your doorbell rings, can you hear them sing? Only two here.
3: I guess we're the only two here so far online.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Why that got quiet, didn't it?
3: Yeah. Yeah. Where is everybody?
2: I have no idea. So what's new with you?
3: Well, I was at a a thing called Author Books and Authors event today for Oakland County Literacy, and
2: oh, nice! Selling
3: books there, yeah. So
2: awesome.
3: It was pretty successful, and I had a somebody from a school ask me if I, you know, they pay for local authors to come to speak at their school and stuff. And I gave them my information, and I'll be going and doing that. Well, oh, they I give me a call. Cool. I give yeah. So, you know, and take that's some books really there and cool. sell them there. Yeah. There you go. Yeah.
2: Hey, sometimes so. one door opens another door.
3: Yeah, that'd be nice. So.
2: Yeah, never know. Yeah. So you ready for Halloween?
3: I'm always ready for Halloween. Miss Me too. State of mind. <laughs> it could go all year. Somebody well, said they'd give up another holiday for another Halloween during earlier in the year. Oh, go, oh, no yeah, kidding! Yeah, you know.
2: That would be awesome. I have to keep yelling at my friends. Stop frigging posting Christmas stuff. <coughs> it ain't even yeah,
1: yeah. here yet. Hey, yeah, there she is. Yeah. We, we are playing trick or treats on you guys. Check that out. Hey, didn't Matter. Year? We found something to is talk Francy about. God. Is Francie here yeah. or is Francie gone? Hey, we All just had so our own little
2: conversation. God. We're okay with that.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. You guys you guys do conversate a lot without me. No, I'm yeah. Well, okay. All right, let's get this party started because. You can have really her. excited here on I accidentally okay, Nick accidentally hung up the phone, and I, 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 I had to go potty, and I gave Nick simple instructions. I was like, you know, maybe you can welcome everybody because I don't know how long the song is, and I gotta go That's potty. On
4: mute.
1: And then I, I come okay. back, and Nick is like looking at the cell phone, like. What did I do? And I'm like, what did he do? He's like, I don't know.
4: I just can call instead of mute. I thought it was a mute
1: button. Oh, he put in call. You know, how do you mistake those buttons? I don't know. I haven't done it yet, so I'm good.
2: Yeah. Yeah. But I don't have buttons on mine. Mine's a touch screen, so.
1: Dude, everybody, happy Halloween! Oh my gosh! Yes. How I'm already trying to terrorize people.
3: Yeah, it's like Christmas in October.
1: Yeah, I know. and I do believe that we have Joe Flynn on hold. Oh my gosh, are we seriously keeping Joe Flynn on hold? Hey, Joe, oh, you know. bring him in. Yeah. I'm I already keep scaring the
2: shit out of my neighbor, so I'm, in, I'm good with that.
1: <laughs> oh. I keep adding Ow. things
2: to outside, so, you know, that I'll call her and oh. tell her to come downstairs. And she jumps and she goes, oh, hell no.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh. oh, my gosh. How close is Halloween now? I know. Six? I six know days. it. Yep. It's, it's like halloween just passed and then you're like on 4th of july and now there's halloween popping back up a oh, week yeah, it's awesome history? do you yeah. know why christmas ho- christmas is going up on the same aisle as halloween do you guys know uh, why i know but
2: it makes me want to punch somebody
3: yeah it makes me want to say, The reason the why lyrics uh,
1: Well, here's the reason it's it's all about retail. Um, The reason why is because Halloween is actually the number one holiday now. People are shopping for more Halloween gifts. So if they get Christmas in there, they're going to be like, oh, okay, I'm going to buy a skeleton. Oh, here's Santa Claus. On the, on the other side of the aisle, that's why it's happening now. is because Halloween is so popular now that m- more consumers are shopping for Halloween decorations. So the retailers are like, Halloween's popping up Halloween, Halloween, the sales are going way up. <laughs> Let's put Christmas right on the other side. Did you guys know that? No, I didn't know, but it no. still makes me
2: want to punch somebody.
5: Yeah. Know, it's too it early. You
2: shouldn't it's even talk Christmas stuff
3: told after Thanksgiving. Exactly. Yeah, it's
2: Which
1: my... is why I keep telling everybody.
5: Yeah.
2: Okay.
1: Yeah, Thanksgiving gets this little tiny aisle, but Halloween gets three aisles, and on the other side is Christmas, but that's why Christmas is going up with Halloween is because it is so popular now. Halloween is so popular with shoppers now that it's going up like Halloween comes up, Christmas is going up. Because that oh, Halloween hey, i got to tell you something. Yo. Yo. Hey, Francie,
2: you know yeah, that no. door knocker you have on your gate? Yeah, I love that door knocker. Yeah, I got the same one.
1: I love oh, oh, and How's it working
5: out <laughs> for you? Because go, <laughs> Yo, Francie. I love Hello. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Hey, oh. Joe. Oh, okay. I just wanted to double check if I was actually unmuted or not. No, I heard I it. like you're, go. You're totally yeah, I was like go. No. Like, oh, yeah. Basically, I was the store- on mute. Uh, well, I was, like, actually at the store when I called in, and I was, like, actually on the way home from the store, and I could hear Tom and, you know, Don, and I was, like, going like, hello, yeah, hello, <laughs> and anyone hear me,
0: and yeah. Don answered me,
5: because I was, like, I, I was assuming I was still unmuted, so I was just going, like, okay, I'm mute, no one's hearing me, so... Uh, before they go crazy on me again, like, where's Joe? Joe, is supposed <laughs> to be here. He told me he was going to be on the line soon. Uh, I was, and they'll answered oh. answer the phone. No, I'm just joking. I'm uh, being so, yes, at the needs but Halloween. We have the
2: same door knocker. Yes.
5: Knock, knock. Mm. Who's hey. there? Yeah, I think Knocker's he
2: says.
1: Never mind. Check
2: this, check this out. Okay. So I've been terrorizing my neighbor upstairs. Okay. I call her down every time I add stuff to the Halloween decorations, right? So the one day I got up and I sat there and I stuffed a dummy. And I grabbed one of my son's masks. And I set him up in a chair on the porch. So I called her down. She goes, she's looking around. All of a sudden she realizes it's there. And she goes, oh, hell no. <laughs> So now I have a master plan. The master plan is Halloween night, I'm going to bring him in and I'm going to make my son go out there so that when he moves, she'll crawl out of her skin because it's funny. That hey, I like plan. terrorizing the next person.
3: Oh, yeah. I don't even terror- so He ah,
2: jumps and kind of every fun. time I put something out, I figure yeah. that ought to be a good one.
5: Right, good sign. Uh, yeah. As you can see on my Facebook, I've been posting a couple of the photos that the family have done. Yeah, it had put it on. So yep, they look we're, good. We're, we're getting in there. Yeah. Just need the head, and we're good. Come yeah, here. I've got to gotta
2: take, I gotta take pictures tomorrow so I can show you guys.
3: Hmm. That ain't terrorizing, Dawn. That's just having fun. I know,
2: I love terrorizing people. It's so much fun. It's so entertaining to see them jump. Oh, yeah.
3: Everybody likes to be scared at one time or another.
2: Yeah, and I like to stare at everybody. I'm Michael
1: Myers. Hey, I got to tell you, man, we also got a special guest. And he oh. said, no, but his eyes are saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> sure. Sure. It's like sure. it's yeah. like the Justin Bieber. Your eyes mm. are saying, no, Ooh, no, I no. I think I'm going to have to now. Saying, That's like <laughs> the number one song in the world. He has no penis. Well, it's all counting it, for it, taste there. Mm, that's true. Yeah, really. Uh, it too hard. Uh, Please uh, I'm telling you, man. Nobody likes no, nobody nobody okay, me. Okay. <laughs> Marcus is saying, no, no, no. But come on, say hi.
4: Hello.
1: Hello. Hi. Who who am
6: I talking with this
4: afternoon? You're
1: talking to the world.
6: Wow, I'm live and direct?
1: Yes. Well, let's talk about
6: emotions. All right. Emotions.
1: It is Halloween time.
6: Emotions is all hidden and twisted. You know why Ah. it's twisted? Because it's a combination of everything. All wound up into one. I'll tell you about relationships. If you spoil somebody too early in a relationship, the outcome is dangerous.
5: Because now she knows you or he knows
1: that you so well. That
2: dangerous.
5: That thing. She is gone. Oh,
2: I don't know. I think it works out pretty good. uh mm-hmm. It does. So what happens
5: when you don't um, give back?
2: Oh, I got it all. It's so emotional. I've I've had it for 19 years. I ain't got rid of it yet.
6: Yeah, we just celebrated our 33rd wedding anniversary.
5: Oh, I wouldn't want to. I got to keep her. As Jake Giles once said, you love him and she loves him. somebody else. And it (laughs) goes this way. Sometimes yeah. the ain't oh, love lover. stinks. Uh, no, not the Mister. Mister poison. Oh, sorry, Alice Cooper. Where are you when we need you? Uh,
0: <laughs>
5: yeah, really. You know, poison. Do oh. no, uh, well, I'm so It
1: basically. Uh, I'm in a good mood.
5: Like a pop story.
1: Hey. Miss her, kiss her, love her. i in- mean, <laughs> <Trancy laughs> Weatherman,
5: rap singer, coming soon to blog Talk Radio. Wow. Uh,
1: yeah. <laughs> and the half will be.
5: This is, for, this is for real?
1: Yeah, dude, you, you're live yes, on the radio. Right, right now. This <laughs> is for real. Live right
6: now.
2: We're live. Wow, no, right
6: we need on so I can hear these free people
2: free. so I can <laughs>
4: give a proper response.
2: Well, you know, we're talking okay. about Halloween here, so, you know, are we really live or not? We are live. Yeah, that one flew over her head.
4: Uh huh. <laughs> oh, wow, this is crazy here. Okay. I don't know what she's gotten into.
5: <laughs>
1: if, if it's the schnapps or the effin' vodka. was yeah, 50 cents. Yeah, some, uh, George, Marcus, we got to take a photo of you with that tonight, too. Wait a minute. Let me see if I can Okay, he's going to take a shot of the effin' vodka. Okay. Oh, I don't know we we'll, if We'll get a shot of it. Uh, okay. We don't... All right, all right, all right, all right. Let's get into the guest at hand. It is Halloween in six days. OMG. Oh, my gosh. I just talked and I actually said OMG. And then I said, oh, my gosh, I'm just talking in text. I just, like, double shotgun myself. Because I don't like the oh. in text. Oh my gosh, sure. Halloween, six days. Remember last year? Yes. We were like, yes, last year oh was my awesome. God, Halloween.
4: Yes. Shit, I don't even remember be, last year.
5: Well, last year will be surpassed by this episode, I believe. And, right, And right? we guys,
1: <laughs> Nicholas Gerbowski. We got yeah. Nicholas Gorbowski yeah. live. Yeah. I can touch him right now. Nicholas okay. Grabowski is live on our show and he knows a lot about Halloween because he wrote that novelette of Halloween four with Michael Myers when he finally returned. There was no longer a pumpkin head. Well, did that suck did you come on seriously, you guys hate Halloween three? Come on, be honest. It was it was okay. It was okay. Um, but when hear, Michael Myers returned to the Halloween series, how much did you cheer? I know. Okay. And this guy very few people got to see that Michael Myers was returning. And this is the guy that knew he was returning. We got
0: Nicholas. Hi, uh, yeah.
1: Nicholas. How you doing? Shall
5: we? Shall we play a game? <laughs> uh-huh. Do you want to play a game? Uh-huh. Play a game. <laughs> Did did you guys hear that?
4: that. Yes, barely.
2: (laughs) Yeah, barely.
4: Barely. Very low. Oh, it was very low. Okay, I I thought since we're out on the side of the uh, garage. uh, like that big skull that you guys saw, if you saw the video that I just posted yeah. Uh, yesterday. Yeah, yeah, that, uh-huh. it actually, like, um, it, it says things and it plays music if you press a button and the eyes light up and stuff. So when she, like, uh, introduced me, I thought I'd put it up to that. But I was going, where exactly is that speaker? And I'm going, <laughs> oh, well, you know, it's just so much for the drama, the dramatic entrance.
0: That's
4: okay, Nick. There. Oh, good, good. At least I yeah. tried. You know, you got to try. You it's know, true. Uh, you're not going to uh, that, you know, try to do it. Sometimes it's successful and sometimes it's not.
5: Sometimes you feel like you're not, and sometimes you don't. You know, do it not, and, you know, that Yeah, wouldn't you like to be a pepper, too? Uh,
4: no yeah, sometimes life is, is a lot like an eighties commercial. Because I have a
5: lot of yeah. It is. It's oh, just good good. Of my mind. Definitely. Uh, so how are you, Mr. Nick?
4: I I'm pretty good. I I God, guys I'm so bogged down in, in things that I, I'm uh uh I'm doing with Black Sheet Books, uh and I have to, the uh, the only, uh, let me uh, kind of back up a little bit. There's so many things going on. It makes it very confusing if I think about all of it at once. And in order to actually do them and think about them, I have to do them one at a time. And it just bogs up the whole week when I think I can get everything done in a day. And everything that I think I could get done in that day lasts for about a week. It's like, oh my gosh! If only I could stop time, I could get everything done. And I could, I could be where I think I'm supposed to be right now, and uh, get all catched up, caught up with everything. And and, and that's the the whole thing with with uh, what I'm doing with black bedsheet bitch, books as well as my own stuff. Is it seems like ever since I I started this in 2008, one of the prime rules is that, uh, or one of the prime villains in um, the whole scenario is time because uh, you can only do so many things in 24 hours. And what you think you're going to get done in that 24-hour period when it ends up to be like a week later or two weeks later and, and you're not like just sitting around watching TV or doing nothing with your life when you're constantly doing it it's like, my God, you know, everybody, stop, wait, let me catch up. It's the, it's the story of my life is trying to catch up with everything that I want to do. But the good thing, though, and I, I'm, I, I decided to kind of, as soon as Francie gave me the phone before I did the skull thing. I had this all like written up in my head what I wanted to say at at the beginning because I've uh, it's it's damn frustrating sometimes being a publisher and a writer at the same time and when you put so much uh, on your own shoulders uh, you know there's going to be days where you're going to be overwhelmed with everything and then you know everything's going to be okay anyway and the fact of the matter is I think. If you, especially if you like, uh, go back in the archives afterwards uh, to this uh, to this radio show and rehear what I said, it'll probably make better sense. And you'll probably say, you know what, Nick has a point. That's a lot like what I'm trying to do in life. Uh, I have got a lot to do, and there's so little time to do it. And some things just don't work out, and the time that you allot for it just kite keeps going on forever and uh, you know i mean eventually you do get things done i've got like a hell of of a lot of work done with this and we've gone so far it's just it constantly feels like i'm playing catch up with everything a lot of announcements that i make uh i think it's going to be like the next day and then people wait a week or two eventually they do happen but um you know, that's um that's I guess from the point of view of a guy who has his own work and has the publishing company that he's trying to rule the world with. And um uh you know, it just you know, I mean, mark my words, a year from now maybe I'll be be whistling a different tune in a way. But uh my God, you know, okay. Um Okay, like I said, you guys probably have to, in order to know what I was just talking about, listen back in the archives. Let's, like, um, get this forward a little bit now that Francie Francie's left and I can have my way with you all. Um, <laughs> yeah. Have you guys <laughs> Bye, seen friend. the new video of the, the tour of Black Sheet Studios? What, yes, and what it, do you was, think? it is. Yep.
2: It was awesome. It was cool. It was very oh, awesome. Very
5: well done. Yeah, yeah very put together, Nick. Go
4: ahead now. Yeah, I just I wanted to give you guys, especially I felt like I owed it to my authors too to let them know um, that, you know, the last year, year and a half or so of uh, running BlackBed sheet Books as I have with moving and with the whole like nine yards in my personal life, that things have actually gotten to the point where they're actually better than they were when we started out. I mean uh, – Versus like a year ago, living in an apartment with uh, the the mold and and trying to run it there. And then now there's like so much more space. Plus, I get to be right with my parents and I'm taking care of them, which takes up a lot of time. Half the time when I'm in my office and I'm trying to work, my dad like saunters in and he says, you know, can you put this video in for me? I don't know how to do it. And I have to get up and I have to go over there and I have to figure out how to do it for him and and show him. And then my mom comes in and and raises another subject. By the time everything's done, like 20 minutes has passed. And I have to go back into my office and go, wow, it's 20 minutes. It's just kind of you know, I really sometimes I wish I could hide under a rock and get things done. When all is said and done though, I'm glad that I'm here to do that, because thank God, wow. you know, they're, they're still alive for me to do that. And uh, right. so, so you know, I think that uh, it might have put us back in, uh, in, the, in the short run for the move and for everything, because I was on a roll for a little while there in that apartment of ours. But then, you know, with all that, I thought that even chronicling it and then making it clear to everybody this is what I'm doing – and this is the whole process of everything. It's like it kind of shows everybody that's interested, shows the world that we're actually growing. Because now, as I'm talking to you guys, we have actually grown. We've got a better space than we've had before since I met Francie. And uh, um, we've gotten more authors. We've gotten great books. We've got now, you know, all of a sudden done with, with uh, Black Bedsheet Studios here, I've actually got a place that I could have events at, and uh, I could uh, like I'm trying to get good day Sacramento to come over, and I wanted to have that video done and show them this is what it's going to be like for you guys. And I know that Cody Stark is is a fan of mine already, who who does the who who anchors on the weekends, and he's the guy that got Francie set up with Francie being on it,
1: and
4: that's uh, yeah I'm, I'm starting to. Uh, After doing this since 2008, trying to figure out tricks on how to promote the books better, on how to sell books better, um, now I'm more or less into, uh, now that we're here and I actually got a quote-unquote studios uh, with everything you saw in the video, um, I want to let my community here at home know that we're here and maybe i could get like a, a lot of fans going from everybody i published right here at home by just um stepping away from the computer and saying you know we got a studios here we got you know it's a place to go to flaunt the books and to show people the pictures on the wall and to, you know uh, and and have events like that but also to go out and and personally be involved in the bookstores like i never have before and you know, one of my goals is to actually have my authors that are abroad to have fan letters from people from Sacramento, um, because I, it affects my health to to sit on the computer all day long, never get any exercise. Okay. So and it helps True. me too to physically yeah. start going out and mm-hmm. like you know doing some footwork again. See the world. Um, See yeah.
3: the That's what I was going to say, Nick, was don't let, uh, you know, take time to smell the roses and take care of yourself and your health and all that. Yeah, exactly. You know, to be the best. That's because, you know, we all want success, but don't kill yourself over it, you know?
5: Exactly. Uh, No, I I don't intend to kill myself
4: over it. Yeah. I will do it to the death, but I I intend (laughs) to live a long time in order to see my vision like uh, really like go far. Uh but, yeah, so, hey, hey, Tom, Tom, yes. uh, yeah, what do you think when you saw the video and you were, like, as as one of my authors, um, by the time I started introducing other people's, like, books, were you, like, going, okay, when is he going to get to mine? No, I thought it was just pretty cool.
3: It was really, like, it was really nicely done, and I thought it was really cool. I sound like a teenage kid but I can't go, like, <laughs> it's like I can't think of enough <laughs> accolades, I just... uh no, it was really fine. It was really nicely done. Oh, cool. Yeah, cool. yeah, cool. So, yeah cool. So it was. It was it was beautifully I, I done. I realized that I mean, all I have to work cool. with,
4: I'm a, I'm essentially showing like, you know, um, uh, somebody that's living at their parents' house in their garage in the side yard. it's like, no, come on in. And it's like, and Francie even said, you know, well, when, when it's time to, like, actually go into the house with the music I had, it's like MTV Cribs. And I said, that's exactly what I was trying to go for. <laughs> yeah. only, only I'm not a millionaire. It's not a luxury-like environment. Well, how did <laughs> well, Apple start true. out,
3: huh? How did Apple start yeah. out? You know. Yeah. You know, so hey, you know,
5: anything's possible.
3: That's that's just you know. So no, it was it was.
2: Yeah, it was informative
3: you know, and fun. <laughs> yeah, it was yeah that, yeah she said Don said it best. It was I I don't worry about how long it takes to get on there. If I'm on there, that's 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 the cool part when you're on there. That's so it doesn't matter what order. So.
4: Oh yeah, I was just know. trying to pick your brain about it because in the rock that. Uh, I didn't have very many authors that I, you know, mentioned. And then I thought, you know what, I'm going to plant books around the house, and I'm going to like as I tour, I'm going to make it more interesting by like going, oh look, look whose book this is, and you know, and and then after a while, I started thinking, have I gotten everybody? And you know, and I, I realized after the fact, I didn't miss some people, but uh, I just wanted to make it like you know something. It's you know. When you when you when you do something like a video and you put it out there in the world and you have something that you believe in that you're behind and that a lot of people are behind you on, like like black bedsheet, you want to kind of do your best and you want to make an example. This is you know this is what it's like. And <laughs> living here, I want to make this like a place for people to go to, like eventually even celebrities that are in conventions around town to actually spend the night uh, and, and or, or like a mecca for people in the area or something when it comes to horror. And, and it's something my parents don't understand, and they probably don't even have a clue. But um, right. being that I'm eventually taking over the house, I just want things to be a little bit more colorful around here. Like our street. Right hasn't had a Halloween in years and we got like a place light up at least our section and we made sure that we're, we're viewable from the big road, Watt Avenue, which connects almost to everything. And, uh, um, uh, we're going to have a Halloween where, uh, we're going to invite people, everybody, every kid that gets a, a candy sack will have that sack with like, um, Black bed sheet stuff stable to it, And <laughs> you know.
0: <Cool>. If you, <laughs>
4: uh, in their I, I even like um, the the whole thing uh, with the garage door opening and the it's like a, it's a storefront, and uh, I I didn't say everything I wanted to in the video, but we've even got on the glass doors that open up like uh, we accept Visa and Mastercard, <laughs> so it's actually meant to be a storefront without getting a license for it. Um yeah, and it looks I want to have events where people can be here and they can actually buy books uh and I'm getting the more uh money and sales I get, which I hope to get a lot more this uh this season I'm gonna invest more in getting a a a physical inventory like I do right now with uh you know actually being able to sell books from the location <laughs> so you know yeah i i'm trying to do everything that i can and uh, it's limitless to what you can do if one thing doesn't work you try something else if something half works you you like try something else and think about um upgrading or what thought about before you know and uh, every single author that i take um as an author in black Pitchy books uh is incorporated in everything that I'm trying to think about to get us all further. I mean, uh, um, I really hope one of these days, like maybe 20 years from now, um, the authors that I publish, like Tom, um, will be successful and then I'll be like this wrinkly old man with a cane, and I'll accept some kind of an award, and people will go, "Yeah, yeah."
3: We'll be at your tribute <laughs> dinner. <laughs> you
4: know, yeah, Yeah, they're they're yeah, hosting, yeah. Uh, yeah. You can,
3: you know. Yeah, yeah, I'd be
4: there. Yeah, really I, yeah, cool. I, I know that you guys will go far because uh, all of you, all of you authors, um, that uh, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I I really believe that I I picked the right ones. Um, some of you guys, well, you. I got to kick your asses, but uh, nobody I'm talking to right now. Uh, right. But some of you, uh, you, know, you just got to do a little bit more. But some of, but most of you, I mean, you go to conventions, you like do the stuff. You don't sit in a closet. And I'm not. Like, I mm-hmm. mean, I I might think that I I have just made a deal with the greatest book in the world. And, um, but if the author doesn't do anything and sits in the closet, there's not oh, much matter. I can do either. I, yeah, so it's, exactly. that's so important. Um, and, uh, you know, I'm really proud of a lot of you. And you, Tom, yeah. Thank you. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and and yeah, Nick yeah. Costello is another, another big one. See, Dan, also. And I could go on the list and name uh, Patrick on. James Ryan is uh, yeah. our bestseller for the last uh, few months. With the night it wow. got out, that's cool. Yeah, good job. Really sure. yeah. Yeah. It's like, cool, and all of a sudden, but he's like had a tremendous like Kindle campaign, and um, and he credits me doing the cover as being a factor, and um, you know, I, I, I really love that that cover too. But every cover that I do for a book. I give 110% and I try to figure it out from um from a from a marketable point of view and uh it's all kinds of things. So I'm very proud of all of my covers but um yeah, I think, you know, I think I think probably I and I would like this too is to be remembered one of these days as um uh somebody that's a lot like um like Troma. Would be for like um, doing great independent movies. Uh, not one of them has made millions of dollars like Hollywood movies, but they're all like they're they're this cult following thing, and that's and what that, that would be really great. Kinda... That's why I've used some of the books that I published too. Is uh, you know they're not like masterpieces, but they're great pulp fiction in themselves. Some of them are masterpieces too. I think Wade Garrett's book, if you guys really paid attention to it, it's it's um it's it's one it's huge, but it's like a great science fiction novel. Along a magnitude of you know, something and um and uh, and a lot of the other stuff. But then, you know, it's just I, I I base things that I publish off of books that I like that I would buy. That I would go in a bookstore and go, wow, well, that, that is interesting. And then, you know, I take which hasn't happened yet and I try to turn it into something that will be in a bookstore that somebody can actually go, wow, you know, it's like that. So I'd like to turn that into a reality, actually publish the book and make it marketable and all juicy looking and with the cover and everything and have somebody like me walk into the bookstore. So it's like looking into a mirror. Kind of a thing. Right. And I could be biased shoot. because not everybody likes what I like. But You know, that's mm-hmm. the way it yeah. is. <laughs>
3: you should shoot for no, the price f- of the publishing world.
2: Yeah. 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 I, I get picked on all the time because everybody will look at my Kindle and all I got is like horror books on there. <laughs> oh, oh well, that you well, that
4: That's a big obstacle that I face too is. Um, i um i i limit myself to horror predominantly, but science fiction and fantasy and i'm open to that uh but there's you know i mean i get i get like uh, about now uh this last year so far I've gotten about twenty five hundred submission uh queries and <laughs> so and um i think about half of them have nothing to do with books i publish they're just out there and they're weird. And there's something that they're political. They're just something that I just would not publish at all. Uh, I look at them though because you know if I think I can make a ton of money off of something that's really important, like a solo, like like if Tom Cruise came to me and said, you know, I'm gonna I want you to publish a little bit, you know, I'll probably like pay attention to that. <laughs> um, <laughs> right. But, you, know, it, you know, it's just uh, and I look at it from a business person's point of view. Um, and uh i just it turns out that i just like to publish books that i like, that i really believe in exactly. and there's it's, there's a lot of stuff that i could publish that i could kind of get behind that's not in my genre but uh, i i i write back to them and say i don't know how to to promote that I, i'm that. in that solar like area and i don't know how to do that so it's just you know i mean i want to make some good money If something juicy comes my way, I could compromise for that one, like, juicy thing that can make me a million dollars. And hence my authors, like, you know, man, you know, something like that could, like, fund advertising campaigns up the hoopla for for the authors I normally publish. But nothing like that has happened yet. Uh, And, you know, I just have to be passionate about the books I publish, too. Uh,
2: And you should be.
4: Yeah. If you don't you know 'cause yeah. you gotta, if
3: you're passionate about it, you believe in them that's all.
2: exactly. Yeah I, yeah. I got me oh, I, I got a new book yesterday too.
5: Uh-oh. oh yeah?
2: Yeah, Nightshell Overtake. Oh no
4: Nightshell Overtake.
2: Yeah, Mick yeah, yeah. did this little yeah, no, thing that. and he did this little thing during the week and then he picked everybody's name out. <laughs>
5: So,
4: yeah, yeah, Michael I Collins, he's great. I, I really like. Um, <laughs> like I said he's in so the last video, I love my. But yeah, yeah, and that's a unique book too. It's uh it's very Lovecraftian, but it's very like it's a crime drama, and it's, yeah. um, it's got the Lovecraftian like monster elements in it. It's like, it, it you know, I I thought he probably doesn't even know this, but when I first read it, I kind of thought that this would actually be marketable as a, like a, like a, like a avant-garde sci-fi TV show, uh, like a series. Oh,
2: that would be cool.
4: <laughs> yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, you know, Night Overtakes great. Um, um, Francie, Francie, this is your show. <laughs> Let me yeah. like, take a breather so and turn it over back there. But, uh, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to look and see if there's any more callers, too.
5: Yes. I, don't, I, don't, I hope
4: that box
5: calls. By the way, for everyone, I am actually sitting right now in that Halloween mood, watching a channel called Decades, which they're yeah, yeah, yeah. showing old episodes of Dark Shadows. Oh, yeah, to too. Yeah. What What? are you on? Dark
1: Yes.
5: Uh, uh, the original TV he series. You
1: guys gotta give it to Johnny Depp because you know when he first started, I was <laughs> like, oh, he's gonna <laughs> be like this drug guy, and now he's like, thinking, wow. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Did you guys ever say wow with Johnny oh, Depp?
5: Well, uh, I I do occasionally when he makes a movie. It's like yeah, wow, look at Johnny Depp and yeah, Charlie yeah, and the Chocolate Factory. Sorry, that's just. And I did get new. my
2: copy. I did get my copy of uh, Scarred. Really,
5: very wow. nice.
1: nice. Yay!
5: And talk about that. Uh, the twenty ninth, they're doing a screening of it out in Cleveland. I think. So Eddie, I know, I wish uh, I could go. I'm
2: not that far away.
5: Uh, Eddie, and have a great uh, screening. Right?
1: Uh, yeah. Eddie,
5: from right. I'm yeah, scared. I'm
1: going to buy my copy on the 5th.
5: Nice. Awesome. Uh, so do let
1: me know what happens. Okay, I, I, go I, gotta okay, you I, I won't tell. Don't tell, uh, don't don't don't, him. Him. don't tell. Um, well, I'm gonna
5: um, buy my puppy on the
1: sword. I'm d- actually, uh, I'm actually saving it for Halloween night.
5: There we go. Uh, <laughs> so spared. that's what
1: Don is doing on Halloween night. Uh, Joe, what yep, are you yep, doing? Dressed Halloween up in my night? little witchy outfit.
5: Go ahead, Tom.
1: Please tell me no. you're gonna hand out candy.
5: For me? We don't
1: Probably. have anybody to really
3: hand out candy, too. I mean, we got one neighbor, I and we usually take them over candy. They're two the kids, the right? We're in an area where there's no sidewalks, so.
5: Ouch. Uh, uh, give them the whole bag, Yeah, I know. Tom. That's kind
2: of
1: like ours.
3: We buy the big candy, bar, Jeez. just give them a bag full of goodies. And,
5: yeah, but don't be like the person, person that book.
1: just hands out the salad bowl. Take one, please. No. As a sense oh. called your Halloween snitchers.
5: Oh, kiddies! I I have a short little film I would like for you guys to go check out on YouTube. Oh yeah, YouTube. What's that? Uh, It's called uh, Yummy Meat. It, it's a short little five-minute-long short film uh, uh. done by the guys who uh, gave us last year's. A uh, wonderful short film, Skype Mare. Uh, they're back, and uh, this this is an interesting short little film uh, done by a good friend of mine as one of the writers and co-producers, Sean Decker. Uh, so hopefully, it, you know, you guys can check that out. It's called Yummy Meat, and you can find it on YouTube. And okay. right now. It's also if you're lucky in California, or where Tales from Halloween is playing, uh, Yummy Meats
1: playing right before it. So. All right, you guys. We've got a caller, and this is uh, a new caller. Okay. All right. Um, All right. Are we ready? We got to prepare. This is a new caller. I guarantee oh he's God. gonna say first time caller. Very cool seven one seven, you're live. Feel free to curse.
6: <laughs> first time <laughs> caller, because <laughs> you guaranteed it. Hello, Hello? can live. you hear me?
1: You're alive on Christian friends.
6: I can curse. We do we do a lot of cursing there right in Philly. Curse. I can
1: curse. Yep. Hell yeah. He do not. We did not (laughs) censor guests here.
3: Yeah,
5: go
1: ahead and swear like a motherfucker. We're not
5: prejudiced against anything. Well, good. That's a good thing. I know
1: who this is, and so does Nick. And Nick wants to talk to you. Is he? Who is he? Oh, I know who this is. This is Trev. Travis. Travis! This
6: is Travis. Travis.
1: I'm really bad with names. You you gotta believe me. I'm so bad with names. It took me a long time to call Nick or Nicholas, (laughs) or Joseph (laughs) or Joe, or Donnie or Don. How (laughs) are you doing?
6: I'm I'm doing pretty good. I've been just listening to to the festivities, listening to everything, and then listening to you know Nick's interview. So I'm doing really well tonight. Please don't hold that
1: everything against us. (laughs) I've
6: I've listened to your show before.
1: (laughs) Oh, please don't hold that against us either. Uh, Nick uh, wants to grab the phone (laughs) from me right now. Uh, First of all, before Nick grabs the phone, you wrote a book. Yes. Once upon a time.
6: Once upon, I wrote a book, it uh, was back in 0405, it was titled Poison Ivy, and it was for a small independent publisher based out of New York that was taken over by Kensington Publications. Now with this book, it, w- it was in the, the urban lit genre, and they were, you know, a genre pretty much pigeonholed into your typical ghetto alive, guns, drugs, and things like that. Well, me, I'm a student of psychology, and I love horror. And I figured, well, the, the best stories to tell are those true-to-life stories. And I always think that, you know, real-life horror is, is scarier to me than anything. So I wrote the book. The publishers they didn't really like the book because it didn't follow the norms of what the genre was supposed to follow. But I wanted to change that. So I was on MySpace, and I get a message from Nick. And he was asking, you know, about the book and if he wanted to read it. I was hesitant because I was like, well, this isn't a horror book. This is, you know, more of a book geared towards inner city. And he told me, I'm going to paraphrase because it was almost 10 years ago, but he said, you know, if you're an author, your book should speak to everybody. So you should never be afraid, you know, to let someone read your book. So I let him read it and he reviewed it and gave me a a great five-star review And I always credit him, you know, with the fact that his review allowed my book to go from not being sold in my own city to being sold worldwide, and now it's sitting in the Library of Congress. So so I owe that to his review because that opens so many doors for me. Wow,
1: that's kind of cool because – you and I were talking uh, a little bit, and uh, Nick wants to talk to you a little bit. Um, the thing is, is I know you're. I I can tell that you're. You've got like hip hop uh horror going on. I was about to say opera. You can shoot me now. <laughs>
5: <laughs>
1: no, you you've got the hip hop uh, horror going on, and I think that is fantastic because that is something. I mean, I think that this is something that can catch on.
6: Well, I I do too. When I, I have Jeff Carroll's book, and when Nick was saying he wanted you know to start the hip hop horror, my thing was you know the reason I like horror because they're, they're it blurs every color line. You know, you can be black, white, green, blue, whatever. You know, horror encompasses everything and everybody. So, you know, hip-hop horror, that can do so much into just bringing your urban lit authors, your street authors, your traditional horror authors and, and readers and fans, it can bring everybody together. And I know yeah, that, and that 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 section can take I, off. I,
1: I, I think Girl, that um, it happened on Negro. I know Nick is like, give me the phone now. But uh, yeah. there's a thing, uh, yeah, he's like, give me the phone. Give it to me, give me now because he's so. Okay, I'll give it to you in five minutes <laughs> because I want to say something, too. Um, I think that this is a really good idea because, you know, you got like the Waynes Brothers and everything doing all comedy, but why not right. make it scary? And. I think that what's going on right now with the hip-hop horror, I think that's a really good thing that can go on. And a little part of me, and I want to talk to you about this, because a little part of me, um, Werewolf, was a little bit on that side. 50 Cent helped me uh, revolve my Eric... um, character and I got to present that to fifty cent. I was really proud of that. I was like, you know, um I, 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 you know, I gave him the book, I was like, Fifty Cent, you helped me develop Eric and he was like, I did that and wow. you know, it was really cool. And he was like, I'm so gonna read this book. Is is he gonna read it? I don't know. But I let him know. Okay. Here you go, Nick. Nick, yeah, he's running to the phone again. Okay, but, okay, here he is. You'll
4: probably hear me explain all that. Hey,
6: Travis? Yes, hello. How are you, man?
4: Hey, Hey. great. You know, um, we never talked. This is the first time I no. actually talked
6: to you. Right, right, yeah, my my fiance she because she hears your name more than anything. The the Nick see this, the Nick see that. It, it's one of those it's like like Han solo and and, and, and Yoda, you know, type type things. <laughs> like it's, it's something you know, like it, that, yeah,
4: yeah, yeah. Where where uh, they never yeah.
6: actually met.
4: They just <laughs> <laughs> something right, like so that. Yeah, yeah, but uh you know, I um you know, uh, I've been aware of you on this earth since about around about maybe a decade, more than a decade ago. Surely, because yes. when you sent me Poison Ivy, that was about like um, 2002 or something, wasn't there? 2003 or yeah.
6: like, around, or something. it? Or 2003? Yeah. Around, it was a while ago. Yeah,
4: yeah, yeah it was a long wow. time ago, yeah. And I was like really kind of young on the internet myself trying to figure out how to do websites and how to like present myself better. <laughs> but um, but uh, you know when you sent me Poison Ivy I was just like really impressed and I remember it to this day and, and it's one wow. of the some things you know if I go back to my reviews I I go oh, oh yeah I remember that book and most of the books that were ever submitted to me I still have on my bookshelves too so and I wow. keep them there purposefully because I don't well I don't want to. Get rid of them, but I like like physical books, so that way, I actually do remember the ones that I read. you know
6: right.
4: <laughs> that's the beauty about physical books versus ebooks is yes. you could read an ebook and it's not physically there with you. it's not on your shelf, it's not part of your home or your property, so you could like forget about it in about five years. Right. And uh, and it's great to have something physical there. It's go, Oh yeah, I remember this book and uh, but uh you know your book uh is was so impressive um and it had really nothing to do with horror. I mean reality horror, yeah. Uh, right. it was basically about a um kid that a, a little girl that grew up to be a prostitute in the ghetto. Um mm-hmm. and uh uh, you know, with that life and you, you know, one of the number one rules about writing is you write what you know. And I could feel that uh, in that mm-hmm. book. So, you know, something like that you'll always re- remember. Um, yeah. And throughout the whole process of, like, seeing you back online again and, you know, and following you in recent years on Facebook and, and um, you know, you try to, like, sometimes change your identity a little bit or your name uh or you try to reinvent yourself from time to time, you seem like yeah. you're frustrated with your life, and then at one point you're not, and you're like really high on life and you and you know you gotta like one good advice to you is you gotta stay the same and yeah. you gotta you gotta know who you are, and you gotta stand by that, and you gotta stand by that and kingdom come, <laughs> not like Prince. Where he like right. he oh, okay I'm <laughs> Prince and then I'm going to change my name to nothing and then I'm going to be Prince. <laughs> I mean you're not you're not you're not as wealthy as he is and he can do whatever he wants. But right, you're a the right. yeah, yeah, box. You know you're trying to you're trying to market yourself. You're trying to get a name out there that people remember because it's there over and over right. again. And your writing is a testament. You're not like some crap ass writer. You're somebody mm-hmm. that people can pay attention to, man. You know? Right.
0: Well, I mean, was... you're,
4: it's serious. I'm serious. And I, well, no, I it, haven't it, been more serious than this. I, and I keep watching you. And you got to, like, you got to do it. You know, no matter what you're going through with life, you got to pump hmm. out that that stuff because that's, like, your essence. And remember that you're, like, when you wrote when you did Poison Ivy, uh, you gotta like uh, bring out what you know, and put that on yeah. paper. And add like uh, if you want to do like something that's that's along my forte, for instance, like horror. Put the fantasy element and make it real though, with that same kind of you know, knowledge. Um yeah. And uh, yeah, you know you can do it. And you, you I mean, you're amazing, man. You're amazing.
6: Yeah. Well this is you know it's the reason why you know I stepped away from everything you know it was real to most of this time in my life, you know, I battled depression, you know I lost my my stepbrother you know and I lost some other close friends so so that that at reinventing myself or you know okay, I'm going to put up this picture or put up that picture it was it was really me trying to find my way again and also trying to grow and grow up. Then, you know, my son was born. So that, that that put a little bit of a change in me. I said, okay, well, I can't lead any destructive, you know, destructive lifestyle. I can't have any more destructive habits because I, I have to leave a legacy for him. You know, then I met my fiancee Billy. Here. Yes. I then I, I met my, my 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 fiancee Billy. She was a, another calming, you know, influence on me. Somebody who truly believed in me. Not what I was going to be, not all the people that knew me, not the the money I had the potential to make. She truly believes in me, and now that you know my my daughter Raven is born, Raven Lenore, of course. She it's it, it's just that 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 final nail, you know, in in the coffin to everything that was bad in my life, everything that was holding me back from writing. So now, you know, at this point, I'm so focused, more focused than I have ever been. You know, I've been researching. I'm a big researcher. So I've been researching for years and years and years for, you know, the stories that I'm writing. Like if you look at my writing desk now, I have about five notebooks. I have my tablet and I have my computer up. So there's so much that, that needs to come out. Like you said, you know, that, that essence, you know, my essence needs to come out, and it's, it's to the point now where it actually is coming out again, like it was when I first started writing, Poison Ivy. Because you know when I wrote Poison Ivy, I was uh, I was in college taking 21 credits, and you know I had no home basically, you know, so I was living or squatting in school as I was writing. So this story, it was just my way to bleed on paper to get out all of my emotions to get out all of the sadness, and also to tell the story of so many young ladies that I knew from the neighborhood. And, you know, they would always say nobody hears us. Everybody sees us, but they're not really looking or, you know, they, they're not listening to our story. So I wanted to put. Or, or put not that. very many people actually write about. I mean, if you see
4: it in Hollywood movies, it's kind of like um, – it's it's not reality it's like a, right. you really put it raw and you did it with your own voice and you mm-hmm. not you didn't just do it like uh, like like i mean it's been done before but um you did it in a very literary way i mean <laughs> i mean yeah. it, it wasn't like an it written like nonsense with like no no um no characterization no none of that i mean you did it very <laughs> Like 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 an accomplished author, like you had already written work before that and that mm-hmm. you already knew what you were doing with telling a story the way that you wrote it. Uh mm-hmm. so you were very uh, very mature for for being that young writing that. Thank you. Yeah, so I mean imagine you could do so much more now, not to put too much pressure on you, but I mean, no, oh, no. No, it's, I, mean <laughs> I
6: don't mind the pressure. I don't mind the pressure at all.
4: Pretty much, you have to just in order to do it. You just got to pretty much use the force, you know. I mean, you right. got to forget about everything else. You got to focus, and you got to tap from your own self. Pretty much, right. that's that's like right. using the force, pretty much. But I mean, that, that, that's that's yeah. that's all that you have to do. Um, but uh, you can't like procrastinate or anything either, because uh, you know, taking another fifteen years to write like something as good as Poison Ivy. Uh, that means that there's that there's a lot of in betweens going
6: on that are preventing you. Yeah. it's it's you're right. You know, when when I was when I was writing that book, I didn't have any. I didn't really have anything else. You know, all I had was time to write. So now, you know, having the, having kids and having bills and having this and having all of that, you know, I it, it was a new a new a new area for me. I didn't know how to balance the time between writing and doing the family life, doing the work life. But, you know, now, like I said, you know, Billy, she's she's amazing. You know, she's amazing. Her and, and my future father-in-law, they're saying, we have enough money. Just stop the nine to five and write. Do your passion, you know. Do what you love to do. And, you know, I, I saw the, the the post you put up. You know, 2007, you, you know, started your dream. You never had to work for anybody else again. And I'm like, that's, that's what I want. You know, this is my dream. My life is to be a writer. This is what I was born to do. So I'm, I'm moving into that, back into that Avenue.
4: Well, yet yeah, that's great. I I can't wait until I, I read as any of your news stuff. Uh, but I'm patient though. <laughs> you know, just make it as good as you can. <laughs> the thing is I, I, I am really anxiously waiting. You're, um, uh, probably that uh, that poison ivy book that you did is probably one of my favorite books that I reviewed back in the day uh and wow. it's not horror, it's just uh, just the way that it's written and it carries the characters it carries everything it you do exactly everything a writer's supposed to do with the story
6: and that uh, so and that was like now was so long ago
1: <laughs> you know right
6: right you know and and I look at it that's not. you know I I told you know talked to my mother, talked to her I told her, I said police and Ivy, that was my crowning achievement I, I still get people to this day telling me they they just purchased the book and how great a book it is. but I told them i said hey, you know I didn't tell the the readers that, but I told you know my my close lovers I said it's time for me now to lay that one to rest because if I keep holding on to that, that's my albatross you know that that's that's the anchor that's tied around me it's stopping me from moving forward and 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 putting out something else that's equally as good, or you know, hopefully, better than that one.
5: Right.
6: Hmm. That,
4: that that yeah, I can't wait. Um, yeah, you know, um, um, you know, guys, everybody that's that's listening, uh, I I want to say something too. Um, it doesn't have anything necessarily to do with Travis, and I know that I, I'm the guest on the show, and. Everything kind of turned into Travis, which I, I I'm grateful for, because I always wanted to talk no to him. And I'm sure that it made very great, interesting uh, listening to to you all. It was. But I do want to say this too, and um, um, uh, I you know um, the um the first African American person I ever published was Jeff Carroll, and he. Uh, and I did research on, on, on what he, he told me too about him kind of being the father of hip hop horror. He's uh, he's done a uh, low budget movie. Um, uh, I'm trying to think of the name of it. Um, uh, something gold killer or something. Anyway. Uh, gold digger killer. Jeff Carroll. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yep. And uh, you know, I'm just, it just it bugs me. Um, you go on Facebook every day, and for my purposes, I try to exploit what I do on Facebook. I don't like, I you know, I can talk to family, and you know, oh, the wonders of technology nowadays. Yahoo, but I, I'm mostly on it to film my stuff and my author stuff and everything. But every single day that I go on it, there's something about politics, something about racism, and and uh, there's you know it just it, it bugs me, and I don't really want to talk about it. But uh, I get a lot of submissions, and from a publisher's point of view, just from a publisher's point of view, I don't get very many. People of black heritage uh, that has any substance to them, except for like uh, 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 like uh, like a a good select few that are that happen to be great. It's just it it seems to be a problem for me uh, to uh, to reach out to uh, to you know I'm just as a publisher I'm trying to get anything that I can get no matter what talent no matter who it is and i see like there's a big ratio and i want to be more open to like uh to like african american type horror books and and for the black community i i think there's a lacking to that
5: mm-hmm. and
4: i think that it gets to be a stereotypical lacking where you know it and in this day and age it seems like it's unheard of um but i mean- because we have a black president and all but from my point of view as a publisher, I don't get very many um i i, I, I like you guys, and you it's just like you know what i'm saying do you am I getting through am i like yeah, yeah. Travis, travis yes yes
6: what what are your thoughts? On that now, yeah I you know I have a ton of authors on my timeline, and you know I always ask them uh why don't you guys think outside of the box? Why don't you guys write different types of stories, and the general consensus is this is what's going to make us money, or they think that's what's going to make the money, and you know when it comes to horror, you know they they don't they don't know. That black folk write horror because they don't they don't see it you know they don't look at Octavia uh, you know I forget Octavia Butler or uh, Tanana Reeve do or Brandon Massey they don't they don't look at those guys all they see are your baby. Oh, yeah Brandon they, they the Massey yeah.
4: They, they look yeah, at the Raph James and, White. Raph James White right. is like uh, I met him a few times too. He's an awesome guy too. Uh, mm-hmm. I just in my stable and for people that submit to me, I don't get that too much, and I really, you know, it's just all like like you know, <laughs> and and when Jeff Carroll like presented to me his book, I wasn't thinking none or the other. It was just like any other submission, and then I was mm-hmm. thinking, well, you know, there's a market for this, and then I was when I was looking at the market itself, I was going. How small is this market? Yeah, and I want to do more. Hence, you know, my enthusiasm for the fifty cent thing down the street, because mm-hmm. I was really enthusiastic of preventing of, of presenting the um, the um, uh, hip hop horror line with uh, specifically just giving him uh, Jim right. Carroll's book. It happened on Negro Mountain because I thought that he'd mm-hmm. like really groove on it. He'd like really, yeah, it would be something that that uh, he'd get into. And then, you know, I, I, like, added my Halloween 4 novel to it because I knew that that would, like, actually be a great introduction. Hey, Halloween 4, okay. And we've got this book, you know. Yeah. So, and and it worked that way. I hope I hear from them, but who knows. Yeah.
6: <laughs> who knows? <laughs> and I, always, I I look at it from a business standpoint. Everybody watches The Walking Dead. Everybody. And yeah, you know yeah. the, the Nielsen figures; they'll say nine million or ten million. So I'm like, well, how many of that ten million are black, are Spanish, are Asian, are whatever? So it's not that they're, they don't it's not that they don't like horror; they love horror. So if someone would put out a hip hop horror novel or a, a horror novel with a, an African American lead character or based in an urban setting, those same people that watch the the television shows or they'll go they're, they're waiting for the next Friday the 13th movie they'll go watch that or they'll go watch the new Halloween movie they would also buy the books if the books were out there in front of them oh yeah exactly right but they just Very, authors right. have to they just have to take the take the chance with it but not too many want to take that chance or they feel, well, I, you know, you look at a – you see a Stephen King, you see a Dean Koontz, and they say, well, I don't see a face that looks like mine, so maybe no one wants to publish a book like that written for me. I'll write something that exactly. I don't want to write, but I'll make money.
4: Mm-hmm.
6: Exactly,
4: exactly. That's that, Well, that that makes sense. But, I mean, anybody that's listening that's bullshit, you know, right. you can't, yeah, let it, <laughs> can't let anything – I look at it,
2: I don't care who it is, but if they write a book that I'm going to get into and I'm going to enjoy, does it really matter what color they are? You know, if they write a good book, I'm going to read that book.
4: Yeah, no. uh, uh, I think the bigger point that I'm getting at, too, is is just uh, I think that there's there's certain classes of people that don't feel like they can they i I I've come up... it's hard for me to explain in my walk in life, I've come across a lot of people that mm-hmm. uh that um that want um me to publish them and have gone through like great lengths to like pretty much like um tell me uh, um oh oh heck. Um anything under the sun, and it all sucks, and I just can't poss- possibly publish it. And, uh, right. you know, everybody that knows that I'm a, not just a writer, but even if they just know that I wrote Halloween 4, that's all that they know, it's like, uh, can you do this for me? Can you do that for me and everything? <laughs> and um, it's it's just uh, um, it, it, sometimes it could be, like, overwhelming, but in retrospect of all that, the people that do that kind of stuff, are people that are honestly like they don't care they just want fame they just want you know somebody to like they exactly. just want to deviation they want to be published and mm-hmm. they want their name out there for something uh it, it's just it it gets like ridiculous and in this market today um you know anybody can be published and they, if you go, go on Amazon there's a lot of books it's saturated with books that are independently published or self published that are crap and you can tell by the reviews that they're crap <laughs> they're just self published mm-hmm. and you know some of those books don't even have to be crap it's just people are are vain and they complete something they think the world should like read it and they don't care about the editing process, they don't care about like perfecting it mm. or making it markable, mm-hmm. marketable or readable or anything. It's just,
6: yep. it's, it's amazing.
4: And, uh, uh, I mean, it's just, it's, it's hard to actually just be reputable and to stand out among the crowd, uh, stand yeah. out among the whole crowd. It's just like, I mean, just me being a independent publisher, it's just really hard to, um, uh, to get beyond my genre for people that, um, you know, you can like, you could, you could go to your own market and just bash their heads in. <coughs> how much great books you have and how many deals you've got. And you've got all these wonderful books for people to read. And they're 99 yeah. cents on Kindle. Buy them right now and stuff. and, Uh, as far as I'm concerned my stuff gets oversaturated with everybody else's stuff and nobody seems Mm -hmm. to care Um, so I'm trying to figure out bigger and better ways and like I said at the beginning of this program um, I'm doing a lot of like um, neat experimental stuff uh, right here at home reaching out letting people know that Black Bed Sheet Studios is here it's not just it's not just a guy in his living room with computers. It's actually a place that you could actually visit a business. You could actually go and look on the walls and see all the stuff that's been published. Uh, you know, that's the way I've designed it. And uh, and people can actually walk up on a certain day and buy books straight from here, from the teller window. Uh, it's that kind of out-of-the-box kind of thing. And uh, I'm um, launching this campaign where uh, locally, where I'm, I'm approaching bookstores with our flyers, our new flyers that I designed, and things that to uh, to establish a relationship, where I have returnable books, you don't have to like go to Baker and Taylor or any of the other places. You could give, just go direct through me, uh, and uh, that kind of stuff is very difficult to do too. But I'm slowly but surely doing it. Um, stuff like that uh and uh, you know i I really uh eh, you know I could go on and on with this until kingdom comes <coughs> <What>? uh, <laughs> yeah. all the things I have in mind and all the stuff I wanna do and all the things and this and that and stuff, one of the things is though travis, you gotta be a part of this, so I'm waiting for you. And, and we're gonna make beautiful music together and we're gonna get people to stop thinking about um what color the person is that wrote the book. <laughs> yeah. Right.
6: Uh, right. And just get them to focus on the book.
4: Yeah, and focus on the book, uh and uh and do a lot of great things. Francie's staring at me right now though. But uh oh uh, God, I just I had to grab the phone as soon as uh, and I I actually looked on her computer waiting for you.
0: I did was, so you
4: well, I, I was and, on.
6: Uh, I was on. I, I said, I was well, like, maybe, maybe they don't like, know I'm yeah, on, so, so I, I hung up and I called back so my number would flash again. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm glad it's it's been, a,
4: as far as I'm concerned, very monumental for I me. Mean, I, I so it's, I'm over the hill talking to you over oh, wow. the, the moon. <laughs> <And> so <Wow.
1: laughs> really, wow. so you guys
4: yeah, you know, pay attention and, and and as I said before, no pressure on you dude. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Just write. Just do what you They're
1: do. Saying a lot. And, and and like
4: we said before when I first yeah, started yeah, talking yeah, to yeah. you, don't keep changing yourself or changing your name, be who you are and stick to it and have a voice, got it. man. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. All love goes out to you. I'm gonna give the phone back to Francie. Much actually, love to you. Ooh, actually, thanks,
1: brother. Uh, Such a Tom, pleasure. I know you're still on the. I I I know you're still with us, yep. right? I'm still
3: listening. Yeah. Okay.
1: So yeah, that was like a pretty good compliment coming from Nicholas Grabowski wouldn't you say?
3: I would say so. Yes. I'm very flattered.
1: Yeah. So, that was, okay, that was pretty freaking awesome compliment.
3: It was, speechless.
1: Yeah, so that was, yeah, Nick doesn't give those often enough. Like, he's like, oh, okay, yeah, oh, yeah, that was great. No, he gave you a really good compliment. He read my yeah, I mean. writing is he's like, Yeah, you need a little bit of improvement on that. <laughs> yeah. And I'm dating you. <laughs> you need to fix some things. No, that was really great.
2: Yeah. Yep.
1: So, yeah. yeah. So, okay, what are you guys doing for Halloween?
2: Terrorizing my friends.
1: Might That's get drunk and exactly what we were gonna do too.
2: I mean, come on,
1: what's 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 Halloween for but to terrorize your friends?
5: Yeah.
1: And how awesome is this that Halloween is on a Saturday night? I know, yeah. right? It lasts longer than usual.
5: Yep. <laughs> It's always fun to have Halloween yeah, no. on yeah. a Saturday night.
2: Oh, it's the best way to have Halloween. That's
5: yeah. right,
3: it is. No, My plans are go to get drunk least. and watch horror movies.
1: You don't have That's to start right. your streaming at 4 o'clock in the afternoon because you're like, oh, i got to get up and go to school in the morning. No, it's on a Saturday. Now, There's a little bit of controversy going on right now because, you know, when, well, we're old school, and um, we always had the Halloween party at school the day before Halloween. Yep. Well, apparently there's a lot of schools across the nation well, they're going to cut the Halloween party off. Yeah, I've heard that. Yeah, I've
3: seen it. that. Wow. You know what? Yeah. Why come here if you want to change things? Why, why Stay over it? where you want to keep them the same.
1: Yeah, that might I sound mean,
3: yeah. xenophobic, but too bad.
2: That's part of your childhood.
3: Uh, yeah. It, yeah. It, Everything it, offends it, it somebody is. anymore.
1: Oh, no. You know what? Uh, you, all of us were old enough. We know that uh, there's like the trunk or treat, the big Halloween carnival that happens at school. Yeah. Um. Apparently, it's all canceled.
2: <laughs> and that I look at it. I look at that, it one way. Okay. There's only one way to look at it. If we fucking offend you, fucking leave the country.
3: Yeah, stay back, go back to the shithole you came from.
2: Exactly. Pack your bags, I will be glad to fucking help you. Just let me know today time. and time.
3: Yeah, don't want the door hitching the ass on the way out.
2: You got it.
3: I'm tired of uh, this is this just gets to me because it's like you don't know want everything to somebody. Tough shit. Deal with it. You came here, we didn't come there. So we already had this here. You knew that.
1: Exactly.
3: Shut the fuck up and deal with it, or go back.
2: Although I did find one thing that has been posted a lot, and it was posted a lot before Columbus Day.
5: Um,
2: They want to change it. Hold on, go ahead, They want to change Columbus Day to Indigenous People Day. Well, I'm up with that because that stupidity—it was lost in the ocean when the Native Americans helped them anyway.
3: I don't even know why they have Columbus Day. It's a dumbass holiday anyway, so.
2: He was <laughs> lost. That's how he found America. He was lost. That's how he found America. And who was already here? Uh, the Native Americans. So, yeah, uh, let's make it a Native American day. I'm up with that.
5: that's right. A national uh,
3: drunken I, holiday or something, you know? It,
5: that's right. National <laughs> St. Day. Patrick's Day, but, but we can call it something else. You know, I... I love you. We're gonna cut it to the drunken day. Yes, <laughs> instead of St. Patrick's Day, it's the drunken day, and you don't I mean, have you to be Irish. It's beer join. day for all that matters, you yeah. know. That's right. You know, I, you oh, green know, green beer day. National like fart day or something.
2: But I'm uh-huh. Irish too, so I'm Native American. Yeah. I'm Irish. I'm Scotch. Uh-huh. I'm English. I'm yeah. German. So pff, I got the best like of them for months. Oh, oh yeah! Hell yeah. Here we
5: go. I have a funny story real quick. Uh, hello to my brother who's out at Knott's Berry Farm, Farm uh, hanging out with Elvira. Uh, uh, lucky you. Oh, You know, uh, yes. Uh, he, he was telling a story because uh, my cousins were in town yesterday because they were showing up to their college reunion. So my brother's telling a story about uh, protest, and I won't say who or what because it's you know not important. But yeah. this one guy, a skinny one, some skinny kid, tells my brother, "Hey, uh, you know they're protesting against whoever," and he goes, "Remember the Alamo?" And unfortunately, this uh, a protest had nothing to do with the Alamo. And yeah, so my brother right. shouted out, going like, hey, I, my family was there. Were yours? And he goes, yeah, they were inside. Well, my family <laughs> was there on the outside shooting in. How did it work out for your family? You know, <laughs> oh. you know, it, it, it just it boggles my mind, you know. It, it's just yeah, like, yeah. hey, yo. You yeah. know, it's like, hey, people, you know. Just get along with everyone. Let's just be one happy bunch of people. The Drunken Irish Day.
2: Well, the only way we'd be one bunch of happy people is kick everybody out and just go back to the way it was before Columbus discovered it anyway.
5: (laughs) That's right. Oh, yeah, right. That was my people. (laughs) Yeah, I, you know. uh, But just like as I was going to say, I do have to apologize. I was supposed to do an interview today. Sorry, Alexis. Uh, Alexa, uh, unfortunately, my webcam just did not want to play right today, because I haven't used what? my webcam in a while. So, uh, unfortunately, I couldn't do the interview, which was on Blob Blab, Blab, uh, Internet or Blob, uh, you know, weird website uh, title. Uh, not Saying anything negative about it because it's just an odd name. Blab. Hey Blab. I would like a, a Blab to go. Uh, but sorry about that, Alexa, who you know was one of the editors for the documentary on Vampyra. So sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, you know, it, it would have been interesting.
1: Hiring, friends, you know? Joe, Joe, what are you going to be for Halloween?
5: What am I going to be for Halloween? That is a great question. Uh, I'm being secretive, just like another friend of mine off of Facebook. She yeah. is not going to tell anyone what she's going to be. So I'm going to play it cool like that. And I, I don't really know. I might be the Headless Horseman. I might be... Uh, Okay. I I was Simon. Thinking that
1: with you that something that you would be. I was thinking that that is something that you would be cuz you're kind of like the gentleman who takes off oh. his top hat.
5: Oh yes. I could be. I could be and and talk about craziness. Uh any of you guys watching the American Horror Story Hotel yet?
1: No, I'm, no. I'm still on the Freak
5: show. Okay. Well,
1: I feel that some of that that Mm -hmm. is based on
5: the first serial killer in America and also Elizabeth (laughs) Pathery. So it should be interesting because Martin Scorsese and Leonardo DiCaprio are making a movie about the first serial killer in America. Oh,
2: yeah, that's right, huh? And hmm.
5: so, about H.H. H. Holmes, not to yep. be confused with H.G. Wells, or, you know.
2: Oh, no, believe so, me. Yeah. My son my son always yeah. winds up bringing H.H. Holmes up all the time for some reason or another. Well,
5: <laughs> it, well no. He's, he's been like, lots I mean, of news
3: and movies and stuff lately. Well, yeah, that's
5: yeah. the thing. It's it,
1: great at uh, um, Death the Ripper.
5: Yes. Yeah. They thought he might have been Jack the Ripper, but yep. they kind of have. You yep. know, it's, weird. It, it, I it's think, weird.
1: I don't think I don't think they'll actually
2: ever figure out who the real Jack the Ripper was.
5: So
1: they figured it out. There was. Uh, have you seen From Hell with Johnny Depp?
5: Uh-uh. Yes. Good movie. They
1: they, they figured it out. Who the Jack the Ripper was because forensic er, forensic science is so far ahead that they did figure out who he was. You got to watch From Hell with Johnny Depp to figure out who the real Jack the Ripper is. Okay,
2: so Francie, what are you going to be for Halloween?
1: I'm probably. uh, Okay. Um, I'm going to be a Walmart disgruntled employee. I'm going to be a zombie. I'm going to have ribs all over my face, and I'm going to have the Walmart code on me and everything, and I'm going to be a Walmart zombie. There you go. Because I've got the Walmart uniform, so, yeah, that's what I'm going to be. Is I'm going to be a Walmart disgruntled employee that's turned into a zombie because that's what you do when you work at Walmart. Um,
2: I'm going to be a witch.
3: I think gonna I'm just going to sit in witch? my underwear and watch, get drunk and watch movies.
2: I am
1: going to be a witch. Oh, I should not sit scared, in my underwear not too. Not ugly angry. witch. I'm going to
2: be a nice-looking witch. Oh, you're gonna be a nice looking witch. Yeah, but no, but, you the kids. Yeah, but when you turn, when you get rid of that W, I could be a bitch too. Okay, <laughs> and there we go. Okay, so I may look picture. like a nice witch, but it doesn't mean I am.
1: Uh, <laughs> John is... <laughs>
5: Okay. yeah uh, Change that subject real fast, young lady. Uh, hey, no, uh, I'm very
1: good at what I do. Yeah, by now. <laughs> um. We do know. We have spent the year with Dawn. Hey, you
2: yeah. know what? I'll tell you what. My friend from England, okay, that, that listened to our show, uh, posted something yeah. about a week What's ago, and it had a picture, and I can't remember what the picture was offhand, but she said, This is for my, my other half, my, my friend from the dark side. Oh, yeah, I am in
5: forlambston at all. Uh, there we go. Uh, by the way, I, I I gotta ask this question since we're in the Halloween mood, uh, can any of you guys uh give me like a top 5 favorite Halloween type tunes in any order? Oh,
2: right, okay, the first Mighty- one has to be and I'm going to tell you the reason this has to be is cuz it was put out the year I was born and it Monster Mash Monster Mash very good
5: Bobby picked Pickett do 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 I love it right
1: My best Halloween uh, costume that I ever had, in fact, this one stopped traffic when I was in South Carolina. Um, It was called Mama, I Don't Want to Grow Up, and it looked like an adult child riding on the mama's back. Uh, It was a two-part costume. I was the legs, and I was the head of the baby. And I have, like, this grandma that was, I was writing her back, and I took it, okay, I'm going to go ahead and say this once, I'll go ahead and say it, I never, well, no, I'm not going to say what religion, but I went to a church dance with this uh, costume, and I did. But my, not me, but my uh, mama's hands did brush a guy's drawings. And I'm not going to say <laughs> his name. He said, like, whoa, 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 whoa. And I was so embarrassed. I was, because I'm in a church dance, you know, Halloween dance. I'm not going to say what religion, because, you know, we want to keep religion out and politics out of this show. But yeah, yeah. it was really embarrassing. But it was a fantastic costume. It was called, Mama, I Don't Want to Grow Up. I was two people in one costume. Oh, cool. And I was in place. I don't know where I was going with that one. I don't know either.
2: (laughs) I think think one of the best ones I I had was I had to go pick up my son from school when he was younger. So my daughter helped me put my makeup on. So I was a mummy. And she did all my makeup. She did an awesome job. So I'm standing there waiting for them, and I've got all these kids coming out of the school
5: just staring
2: at me, trying to figure out who I was. (laughs) They're going, are you the lunch lady? Nope. shook my head no. But it was great. Some of the kids just kind of looked at me and backed away. <laughs> was ah, good. I have
5: a fun. I have a fun one. Uh, here we go. Uh, I was doing my show, and I had a friend who lived in my neck of the wood. Come over, make me up as a zombie, which we videotaped for my show, and then he kind of went like, "Hey." Let's go up to your local video store. And then I went, okay. So we went over to our video store, which is like a couple blocks away from my house. And he also told me, well, why don't you go up and ask if they have the movie Chitty Chitty Bang Bang? (laughs) (laughs) And, And so I get in line. And this one girl who was, like, in front of me turned around and looked at me, and she asked me, is that real? And we were like, eh, yeah. It freaked her out. And I was like, you, yes, can I eat your brains while I'm at it, uh, while watching Chitty Chitty Bang Bang? Uh, I was just in, in a mood, you know, for some Disney. You know, hey, come on. But oh, it was okay. pretty funny, because I had to that say to the the receptionist, uh, the checkout gal. I mean, you guys got jitty jitty bang bang? And they were all <laughs> laughing at me. Felt like, a, oh, my God, I can't believe you did that. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Hey, I was I hear I've done
2: things people didn't think I would do. Uh,
5: yeah. Uh. Yeah. yeah. Gotta have fun yeah, sometimes. Well, you do. And of course, I definitely love the Facebook post. Uh, thank you guys, whoever's posting all that, about uh, oh, beware of the uh, the slutty costumes for Halloween. Oh, shit. I saw that. You know, and I'm just going, like, hey, uh, you know. Halloween, you can be whatever you want to be for Halloween. I'm not Mm -hmm. judging you. Exactly. That's
2: all they
1: Absolutely true. I mean, it's it's like you can stop traffic. Oh, yeah, been there, done that. Yeah, it's like, oh, you're going to stop traffic, and people want to see what you are. And that's, like, what's really cool about Halloween. And how many – okay, please tell me you guys are not giving out the salad bowl. Please take one.
2: Oh, uh,
3: no. 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 Uh, I'm see, just going to sit friends, in my underwear see? and get drunk and watch horror movies, so, you know. <laughs> that's right.
1: Uh, that's
5: what I might be doing, That
1: uh. No. um. <laughs>
5: <laughs> no, that's why I think uh, if you guys all go watch Yummy Meat on YouTube, uh, uh-huh. you'll uh, enjoy it because it's similar to that. It's like, imagine, uh, just the synopsis is it's Halloween night. uh kid comes up to the house,
1: and it's a lady.
5: What is that? And um, so she, you know... Instead I'm gonna of doing
1: take, candy... Do you take one? Dude, I'm going to dump the whole salad bowl in my no. trick-or-treat bag as a kid. Even as an adult. Okay. Oh, please you take one? No. I'm going to take all your candy.
5: There you go. Uh, yeah. yeah. Just just uh, watch the short film. You guys will all enjoy it. Uh... <laughs> But, yeah Yeah, yeah, God, this yeah. Is but, hey, Crancy, By the way uh, How much longer do we have? I'm waiting for that British lady to cut we're, us off We
1: are like at five minutes, actually The, uh, the uh, British thank lady you. has given me the code Yeah, uh-huh. no,
5: because like last week when, Or two weeks ago when we were on me and John yeah,
1: were, like, I'm chatting about
5: and she goes, because, yeah, I I like, what nothing. the hell
1: happened? And like, I, we're and having I, a great I, conversation. week, I put in 70 hours at my new job, and I I have, it like, my day off, they were like, oh, you're going to have that day off, and I'm like, no, i got to go take a class to get promoted for my job, and... That's exactly what happened, and I ended up, I'm like at 70 hours this week. They let me go early today. They're like, you got way too much overtime. I was like, duh. Love All right, it.
5: so who watched who any
1: watched football today? I
5: did. Dude.
1: <laughs> did
2: anybody see the uh, Miami game? Not no, no, no. I did not see oh, the score. Baby, let Don't me tell you what.
1: Open. I know Miami won. Oh, one, let me let me put it to you under. this way: the first half,
2: it, we dominated it so bad that by halftime it was forty-one to nothing. Oh yeah!
5: What I saw the score. Yeah.
2: Oh yeah, we kicked butt. We took names. Oh yeah, it wound up being forty-four to twenty-six. But still, we dominated well, yeah, that first half. it was a half, mercy. Like, how, oh, let, let me the tell you killing. what. Well, that well yeah, bad it's about damn time. time they got rid of that idiot Philbin. Yeah. They just
1: got
5: rid
1: of him four 20 years 20 Hold what, on.
5: What? Uh, no. Uh, go ahead. What uh, are
1: what what the now, like 7-0? Uh,
5: no. Uh, here we go. Uh, I'll, I'll give you a rundown. Uh, Packers, Carolina, uh, New England... Uh, I believe are the only like three or four undefeated teams left in the league. Uh, everyone else is at like five hundred. It's sort of like, hey, Amen. We're gonna well, get Let there. me tell you what. The if Lions Miami one and six, yeah. If
2: Miami can keep dominating like this, we are gonna rue the Super Bowl, baby.
5: <laughs> oh, I
2: was
1: born in was born in my
4: I
2: think Did you know that on? Florida
1: is actually pronounced Florida? It is a Spanish flower. It's not Florida. It's just like yeah, Mexico but Miami is, is a flower. I mean,
2: the Dolphins is a flower. They're mammal.
1: So yeah, Florida. Hello, Miami uh, well. Dolphins are doing very well, and so are the care. And finally, the Seahawks. I mean. I I love the Seahawks. I love the Seattle Seahawks. Okay? I am a fan of the Seattle Seahawks. And I'll tell you they what, though, crush, they crushed the 49ers. Um, sorry, Joe, because Don't worry. you and I have been <laughs> California. Don't worry,
5: my team won today. So they, I'm a happy guy. Oh,
1: yeah, I'm in
2: a good mood. Mine just dominated oh, that yeah, first The happy Raiders
3: just won today. And I'm happy because yeah, a lot of other I
1: lost. I hate the loss. No. Yeah, Raiders. What? Patrick? What? I gotta get Patrick on here you. to talk about the Raiders. He's a huge oh. Raiders fan. He's so funny. But yeah, I, know. Know. I have not All seen right. a game.
2: I have not seen a game like that in a very long time, where they were dominating so badly. Like Miami was. I mean, forty-one to nothing at at the end of half. At the beginning of half time.
1: yeah, we were talking about that uh, at the we were talking about that, and they were getting the updates, and they were like, "What? Forty-one to nothing?"
5: (laughs) Now, man, we we kick
1: butt. uh, uh, I
5: I I admit I I don't know what happened to the well. I do know what happened to the Houston Texans. Sorry, yeah, yeah, we kicked their asses. I was busy uh, tormenting them, uh, but no, it 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 is like you know, just like with any football team or professional baseball team, whatever sport it is, you can have the greatest team in the world. Or the worst team in the world, and one of these days, you'll get to beat somebody. You will, honestly. Oh, we're beating
2: them, all right? <laughs> Last week, it was like 38-10. <laughs> the
1: they caught the ball. They ran they uh, uh, the touchdown 100 yards. What? Yeah. Brilliant. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, I still uh, think the Super Bowl ball.
3: Ball goes through New England or Green Bay.
1: Oh
2: no! Yeah, my boys
3: are going. Oh, my
5: yeah. boys are going. Oh, you be- <laughs> way. I don't see anybody going All baby. the way. They're
2: going to dominate all the way down the line.
1: Uh,
5: here we go. Uh, we, Next we, Monday we do a or Sunday. I'm sorry. Do a I'm
1: football. sorry. I did not Next Sunday. you football like this.
5: Well, here, here oh, we, we, we go. We ah. do
1: a football show.
5: Uh, well, here we go. Uh, next Sunday, it is going to be a great game. Uh, it's going to be the Broncos taking on the Packers. So oh. whoever who's ever going to oh. win that game will definitely be the top runner for the Super Bowl. Anybody else? Uh, good luck. Uh, oh, my know. Boys are not right. playing it.
2: My boys are not playing any games anymore now.
5: Mm-hmm. They're well, kicking butt. Well, until you beat uh-huh. New
3: England, that's the defending champ. Until somebody beats them, uh, what? <clears throat> so
5: I thought I was it, Italy it, in the you know, football thing. I
1: know Joe it, likes football. Oh, uh, mm-hmm. I do. I like
5: all my sports. You know, I, I I follow. But this is the thing too. It's like me personally. I you know I'm more like the underdog fan, so. Mm-hmm. Miami yeah. does have a
1: shot. Yeah, uh, Miami York. does yeah, have we a do shot. Now.
5: But, uh, again, I agree with Tom in theory no. because it's going to either be Green Bay or New England. Uh, hey. Anybody else who plays them will okay. definitely either.
1: All right, let lose. me get Marcus's opinion. Cause okay, just let, let you all know, guess who's playing October 29th?
5: Me. Oh.
2: Miami <laughs> and New England.
5: Well, that's right.
3: I think New England beats them.
2: Oh no! Miami has after had a, Miami
3: has had New England's number the last few years in the regular season. So. Oh, yeah, but after
2: the last people two people weeks, oh no! Well, here we
5: go. Uh, I only here, do two. I here. only
2: do two sports: football and baseball. Miami well, and go. the New
1: York Yankees. I, say that, I think Seattle's digging their I mean, they pummeled the 49ers uh, and it well, yeah. like Seattle oh, Seattle's like falling apart. No, the Seattle Seahawks, man. Yeah, they're they, they, in the, I think they're okay. going to be in the Super Bowl again. again yeah, but green, okay. they got to go
3: through Green Bay. You got to go through Green Bay. And green and so, Bay pummeled them. Oh,
1: I'm looking for November
2: 22nd because we play the Dallas Cowboys, and I really oh. want to see them kick their
5: asses. Well,
2: here Ooh. we go.
5: Well, Only because that's
2: my, son, my husband and my
1: son's team, so.
5: Well, here New we go, guys. New
1: York just humbled the Dallas Cowboys. If New York can humble the Dallas Cowboys, anybody can. Oh, Miami's going
2: to take
5: this. Jello
1: they
2: football, the Unfortunately, we don't have a real team in the
5: state. Okay, uh, see, sorry, Nick Tom. Really I like you know, yeah, unfortunately, I Michigan doesn't have a real look football look team, <laughs> except for college.
1: Miami Dolphins. Yeah. yeah.
5: Miami uh, here Dolphins. Here we go. Here we go. Uh, I, 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 no offense to uh, Dallas fans. Uh, good luck, guys. Uh, seriously. Uh, since they lost Tony Romo, who, you know, don't get me wrong, I'm not saying Tony Romo is the worst quarterback ever, but since his injury, it's kind of like, okay, he's better than downhill. Yeah. Yeah. Say me, please. Uh, I'll trade. Um, I'll trade you Matt Stafford for the quarterback Tana Hill. Uh Could make a good difference. Never so, uh, yeah, Tannehill. Uh, I know. <laughs> I'm just joking. Yeah. Uh, uh, no, here's a guy. Oh, and, uh, don't get me wrong. A guy. My brother and my o- younger brother and I were discussing him. Uh, which was RG3. You know, he was great in college. He started out really well. But all of a sudden, you know, because of his injury, he kind of fell apart. And, you know, he's just sitting there on the sideline, going to figure out if someone's going to trade him or keep him in Washington. So, good luck.
3: Keep him as a backup, I guess.
5: Yeah, I mean, save me the money, please. <laughs> yeah, uh, but, but,
1: yeah. This is, it, this is, we got Tom Sawyer and Joe talking football.
3: See, I have a confession to make. I used to be a sports writer for a local, our local newspapers here. Oh, so. uh,
2: really? A lot of local newspapers.
3: That's how I got my And he
2: reveals another secret.
5: <laughs> That's right. Me and Tom used to do booking. You know, we'd, like, place money order bets on the games. So mean, man. I got $5 on this game. No. I'm joking.
3: Yeah, I covered all the local uh, high school sports and stuff in some college. Yeah. Local.
1: Uh, that's the fun part about it.
3: So that, that's, that's oh kind of how I... you like,
1: guys like, so many skeletons in your closet. So who did you kill? Huh. I'm but, just
3: kidding But, but that was kind of how it, it taught me to have a It taught me how to like the beginning of a First writing stories Grab them early so you had to grab the Story in the story for newspapers you had to grab them In the first paragraph So that's kind of yeah. that kind of helped You know wow, try to Grab them early and keep your so reader
1: awesome. That's pretty cool I had no idea
5: yeah. Oh. oh yeah it was a lot oh, of fun yeah.
3: You know I, yeah. So
5: Co- high school and college sports, and even when you're a little kid playing the sports, it's all about the love of the game. You know, the innocent of it.
1: Yeah. You know? I was. I was. I was actually. This is. I. This is not a story that I'm really proud of. I used to skip school when I hit my high school years, my ninth grade. I used to skip school after lunch. Me and my best friend, Beth Cruz, who's been on my show a couple of times, and we just didn't want to go back to classes after lunch, and we were like, we don't want to go back. So we kind of skipped school, and I guess my PE coach, uh, she had fifth period off, and she would totally – Always catch me skipping classes,
0: and she would
1: call me when I was umt it was my fourth period, and she was like, "So I caught you skipping classes last yesterday, and I'm like, uh, uh yeah, i uh, yeah, I got a note from my parents and like, the next day, she's like, "So you're walking down uh, Brookfield again? And I'm like, yeah. And I got a note from my parent. And she was like, you know what? I'm not turning you in. I got to ask you something. And she was like, you ever thought about trying? Uh, no, she was like, um... we got to talk about you skipping classes because I know you're skipping fifth and sixth period. And I'm like, okay. And she was like, um, so the next day she called me up. I was like, I swear I was in fifth and sixth period. And she's like, no, I wanted to ask you if you ever thought about trying out for high school basketball. I was like, I love basketball, but no. And she was like, um, yeah so you already made the team because she was my gym coach and she already seen how I, played. I i i was kind of drafted on my high school basketball team
0: it is ryan here and i have a question for you what do you do when you win